I used to think that the opposite of fear is faith. Well, you know, as we continue to live, we continue to grow and we continue to learn. And so what I can say now is the opposite of fear is love. And I do have to state this with the disclaimer that of the two between fear and love, only one of those really exists. Uh, fear only exists inside of the mind. Fear only exists inside of your mind. And if I allow it to, it will exist inside of my mind. <clears throat> Love actually exists through the creation of the Most High God as well as in my mind, and if you would allow it, your mind. And so starting with that um, kind of knowledge or point of reference <clears throat> gives uh, a distinction to this conversation, because on the one hand, we're talking about something, that being love, and on the other hand, we're talking about Nothing, that being fear. And so why talk about fear? Because of where it exists. Keep in mind that Killing Clichés, this podcast, is all about uh, exercising our power, taking back our words, and articulating them in a very simple way. Non-argumentative, just sharing what it is and how it is we're learning uh, along this path uh, because we're all on a journey and my endeavor uh, is to simply share. In some intervals, I may sound like a teacher, uh, but ultimately it's to share and to, to extend through this creation called Killing Clichés. And so as I state that, uh, we also have to take back this notion that fear exists outside of us. Fear exists in something um, that is scary or that is meant to do us harm, meant to hold us back. And inside of our mind, we've created certain things that um, and opportunities for lack of growth. Uh, opportunities for the ego to take precedent versus our innermost being or our spirit, our spiritual being. And so as we look through the lens of the eyes of the spirit, we can't even see fear. All you see is love. Looking through the eyes of the spirit, I see God in everything. I see God in his, nat in his nature that he created. I see God in the air. I see God in men and women that even happen to make what normal or other folks would say are mistakes. Love will allow us to look beyond the faults and see the opportunity to share, to heal even, to teach, to reach, to extend toward 
these bodies, I've talked about it before, we are three entities in one. I am a soul, I live in a body, I have a spirit. This body that we dwell in is the vehicle in order to get me from human being to human being, to celebrate life, to celebrate life, to love nature, to love our God. It's to train every part of me that that's what my life is all about. Connecting dots, connecting people, connecting ideas, sharing love, showing love, being love. And again, that being all encompassing, where's fear in that? There is no fear. And so again, that's through the eyes of my spiritual nature that I can see beyond the worst of the worst and still see God's creation because the most high God created you, you are worthy, you are valuable. And there's no one that can take your place in his mind. I had this conversation the other day and I said, well, you have a daughter. Can anybody take the place of your daughter in your mind? You have brothers. Can anybody take the place of your brother in your mind? And the answer came back emphatically, no. So who in the world can take the place of you in the mind of God, in the mind of your parents, in the mind of your children, in the mind of your loved ones, your friends, nobody can take your place. So realizing that no one can take my place, that means that I have value. And if I extend and live my life knowing that I am valuable, knowing that I'm worthy, therein lies the opportunity to live in love. Because being worthy means that I'm loved. Being valuable means that somebody cherished me enough to dust me off every now and again to see about me. Or that I know that if I'm not called, I can know that somebody's thinking about me, somebody's praying for me. That's how we have to live our life. So again, living through the eyes of the spirit, where's the fear in anything that I just stated? Except for me using the word right now. So, like I said, love exists inside and outside. Fear, our minds made fear. <clears throat> they did. It, it made fear. It made fear um, because of something called exhaustion, because of, again, something called the ego. So now let's look at life through the lens of the ego competition. I got to outdo you. I have to beat you. I have to be better than you. Looking through the eyes of the ego, nobody is better than me. I have to have it all. There's not enough for everybody. So I got to get mine first. I got to get mine now. <laughs> It'll run out. <laughs> through the lens of the ego, there, all those opportunities I just mentioned, yeah, there's fear when it comes to competition because either you're the one that thinks that you can't beat or you don't want to think things that you can't be beat. <clears throat> fear exists there. Because who is it that I'm racing against? Who is it that I'm fighting against? Why do I feel attacked? 
when it comes to competition, when it comes to dog eat dog world, go get yours because it's going to run out. There are no seconds, no thirds, only firsts. Fear is all throughout that. That's looking again at life through the lens of the ego. When do we ever be stress-free? It's always stress through the lens of the ego. It's always, again, this competition. I got to be, be better than the next person, so I got to get up earlier. Well, have you rested? Have you taken time to look at nature and see that it's springtime now, that the trees are actually beginning to bud, and eventually that means that they're going to blossom? There are opportunities to observe through, again, either lens, either eye, the eye of love or the lens of the ego. And that becomes our constant, um, our daily bread, if you will. What's going to feed you? Do we allow love to feed us? The fact that I'm here to share, the fact that I'm here to go and, and reach and extend toward Or do I allow fear to lead by saying, if I don't do this now, somebody else is going to get it? Well, through the lens of nature, there's abundance here. There's abundance in love. There's there's, There's more, there's a plenty when it comes to love and that bountiful gift. It doesn't run out. I read in a passage of scripture, it talks about the well. I would draw from the well of life or well of water that would never run dry. That's love. And that's the love that our creator and the creation that he put us in has for us. It's only the ego that would say, take up all the resources, take up all the resources. Now we own, now we own, now you don't have. That's the lens of the ego. And that's going to be obliterated. There's an inevitability to the end of the ego. Just like there is an inevitability to the extension of love. Love extends. Love exists outside of you and I because we see it in nature. The fact that it's raining right now outside my window says that there's love. Rain brings life. (laughs) And, and certainly because of love, there's life. Because there is love, there's light. That's how nature works. That's how the nature of the Most High God, how he put things into orbit, into creation. So therefore, you and I can exist in this abundance, in this plenty. So again, there is nothing, there's no thing known as fear outside of us. And as we live in love, know love, interact with love, share love, grow in love, fear would not even exist in you or I. That's the overwhelming opportunity that the sons and daughters of the Most High God have, that we can be agents of love. That as we go, as we travel, As we meet people, they'll meet us. Maybe they're looking through the lens of the ego, but our eyes are fixed through love. And so therefore, all we know is to share. All we know is to 
to be that. That's where we're growing to, to be love. We're growing to just the knowledge of a thing, the experience of a thing, to the being of a thing. And as I be beautiful, I am beautiful. I, I, I act beautiful. And so the interaction that others have with me is going to be an interaction with beautiful. The interaction with others have with you or I is going to be an interaction with love. So in as much as they may go to compete, my response being that of love, that of beauty, it'll melt. The inevitability of the end of the ego, it ends at you or I because of the way that we're learning how to differentiate, how to realize that, wow, there are two different worlds here. And I choose to exist in one or the other. And one, or they both have an inevitability. It's my job to choose, and that's in my mind. Not to work on the behavior, work on things that I want to fix. No, start with your mind. And realize that every day I'm walking in love. Every day I'm here to extend. Every day I'm here to share. Every day I'm here to learn how to be. So that those things that are outside of me, some calamity, hardship, uh, dangerous settings, they won't produce a fear in me. Because I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Because greater is he that lives in me than he that's in the world. How do we overcome? We overcome knowing that we have love, that we are loved, that we are love. I told my mother uh, something that I've been feeding off of. Um, two things. One is that I am wholly whole. Say that to yourself. I am wholly whole. And I am loving, I am lovely, and I am lovable. I am loving, I am lovely, and I am lovable. You are wholly whole. Because I see you through the eyes of the creator who made you whole. He doesn't make things in, in halves. <laughs> you are wholly whole. That exists in your mind and you are lovely, loving, and you are lovable. And as we go, as we exist, again, there is no F-E-A-R in L-O-V-E. Let us continue to grow up together. Grace.